But we're going to go down to Atlanta, Ville area, and talk to the head golf professional down at Eastlake, Mr. Nick Otten. Nick, welcome back into the golf shop. Good morning, Nick. Gentlemen, good morning. How goes it, my man? Just uh, just another day in paradise down there? Yeah, yeah, just just sweating it out down here. Waiting to see which 30 guys are going to show up next week for uh, the throwdown. Um, Man, I'll tell you what, we're in one of those weather patterns in the southeast where it is so hot that it can't even muster a thunderstorm. Right. You guys, I mean, this has got to be probably primetime conditions, not having a whole lot of rain. Are we going to see firm and fast down there? You're going to see firm and fast. Um, this week's been actually, for some odd reason, the last three days, low humidity has been pretty nice. But that all changes, I believe, tomorrow. So we're going to start getting into the upper 90s, and it's going to be firm and fast. They put the last cut on the rough, I think, Thursday. One little thunderstorm between now and then in the afternoon will be good just to really kind of make that rough jump. But, yeah, it's going to be good. So, uh, so are we going to see probably some of the most difficult conditions maybe that we've seen in years just because from a weather standpoint because we are so dry and it's going to play so firm and fast? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, the, the fairways never really get a whole lot of roll, but um, the greens are going to be going to be quick and hard. So, Man, I love to see that. Uh, you know, this is where we get the staggered start. I'm still not a huge fan of this. I was talking earlier right. that I'd like to see some kind of almost like NASCAR point system where, <laughs> you know, you're using a win and you get in, uh, you know, into the playoffs, uh, into the finals or something like that. And we seed guys. I would like to see something different. But, man, it just seems like that if Rory McElroy is somewhere near the top of uh, three or four, that he's got to be the favorite coming in just because of what he's done at Eastlake. Yeah, I mean, he, I think if he's sniffing the top – top five he's pretty much he's a contender and that's what we see and it's it's interesting um I think we've seen you know John Rahm seems to play well there he's not playing well this week it'll be interesting to see if uh he is definitely the a horse for that course down there and if he can get things going but uh where where do you really see with the conditions that you that you're gonna see what do you see score wise on the on Eastlake coming up this week I mean with the with the you know, the head start of 10 under, I mean, I think historically these guys are getting a little, you know, every year better and better. Right. So, I mean, you know, five years ago, if they all started at at a level field, they'd get to maybe 10 under. Okay. Past past couple of years, you've seen they've, get, they've gotten to about 13, 14 under. Um, so, I mean, I think your, your final score is going to be probably right, hovering right about – Right around nineteen to to twenty one. Mm. Yeah, and that's obviously if the guys that start higher in the stagger are the ones that are playing really well. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I mean, you get you get Roy McIlroy starting to maybe eight under. He shoots a little thirteen under, and then gets gets to twenty one. So yeah, man, I tell you, you know what. What can a golf course like East Lake do? That's you know, it's a it's a, a, a kind of a. I would kind of call it a combination of some old school versus some new school in there. We've seen golf courses have to add tremendous amount of length. Um, we've seen a lot of golf courses, especially in major championships, take out a lot of trees, right. which to me, when you, I, I get the impact of taking out trees, you create more, you know, sun on Bermuda grass, which helps it grow. You create more 
uh, airflow moving through the golf course. But yet, you know, for people like Bryson DeChambeau who get up and just bomb it and don't care where it goes because it's going to be 50 yards from a green, they don't, you know, the trees being gone is an advantage to them. Is there, does there need to be a fine balance on a place like Eastlake between, you know, narrowing fairways, having big, you know, big rough and keeping some trees in some strategic spots? I think all three of those are pretty key. Um, the secret to the sauce is pretty much the rough, right? Uh, especially around the greens when they, if you miss a green in regulation, um, you know, it's, it's, it's tough to get up and down. Um, yeah, I mean, interesting enough, we're we're getting ready to go under renovation with uh, with Andrew Green right after this year's Tour Championship. So, um, you know, he's not going to add a whole lot of length, I don't believe. So, you know, it's uh, the course itself holds up well to time. It's 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 proven itself over and over again that um, you know we don't have to have a seventy six thousand seventy six hundred yard course to to really make these guys think twice. So, so, I mean, some, some strategic some strategic narrowing of the fairways and, and rough will always will always prove that these give these guys a hard time. So that's interesting. So what, what is the redesign going to do? Is it going to strategically place bunkers? Is it going to move things around? Is it going to tighten the golf course down? What is the, what is the ultimate goal? I mean, we're all, we're going to debut that in 2024. Um, so, it's just us yeah, talking. Yeah. <laughs> So it's gonna, it's uh, yeah. I mean, it's it's gonna be fun. I think the main focus is is not only the tour, but also our our members and and how do we make it fun day to day for them. Uh, again, talking with head that's, golf. That's the fine. That's the fine balance, right? Right. I mean, that's right. The, that's the tough part. Again, talking to a head golf professional down at East Lake, Nick Otten. And Nick, when you know this golf course when it debuted as a tour championship, we had flipped the nines. Now we flipped mm-hmm. the nines back. Uh, how do you feel? You know, playing it as much as you do, how how do you feel the golf course plays best? The the way that we're going to see it this week. Yes, yeah, yeah. We, I mean, I think we did that in 2017, maybe 2018, mm-hmm. and haven't looked back since. Uh, that's our that's our standard play day in and day out. I think everybody loves it. You end on that par five. It's just the volatility you get coming down 14, and then with the clubhouse in the background on 15, 16, 17 is just a great kind of offset to the the rest of the golf course and then you get 15 or 18 so um not to knock ending on the par three that's a that's a really tough par three to end on but there wasn't a whole lot of movement it was just kind of hold on tight and don't mess up on when you ended on the front nine yeah that was an interesting it was interesting too because up to that point we had had some serious drama i mean we had had Guys like Jim Furyk turning the hat around in the rain, mm-hmm. making a putt. We had had the uh, the playoff with Billy Haas going back to 17 and and hitting the tremendous shot out of the water hazard. I mean, we had had some serious drama up to that point, but now it seems like you know we flipped it back and we've had just as much, if not more, drama with you know Tiger Woods and whatnot. But it was just a, it's been interesting. No matter how that golf course has played, we've had drama. Yeah, I mean, it's it, the first year we did it was uh Roy won but he he was I think three strokes off the off the lead coming into 16 he holed out on 16 for a for a two and then went I think uh possibly birdie birdie to get get in a playoff with um Ryan Moore and 
can't remember yeah, quite I can't the remember who third, it was but either. they went on the three-hole playoff after that. So, I mean, we couldn't have gotten bigger fireworks the first year we did it. And uh, every year seems to be proves more and more that it, nobody's ever out of it, right? I mean, last year we have Scheffler and, and I think Patrick Cantlay coming down the wire. So, Yeah, so when we start looking at the, the actual standings, it looks like that, uh, you know, if Max Homa wins, he vaults up to number one. Uh, he, he's a fairly you know, steady player. I mean, Scotty Scheffler at two, we know his putting problems. Uh, people that have putting problems, is Eastlake going to expose that? Yes. <laughs> yeah, but the, the, <laughs> there's some, there's a lot of subtleties out there. But the thing about Scotty is he's, he's kind of got a track record at Eastlake. He won, um, he was there on our Eastlake cup team in 2016 and he was the low, he was the low am that year. So he's got a little, little bit of, history is holding trophies there so um he can maybe tap into that well i tell you nick we are very much looking forward to the tour championship we'll get to see how guys are slotted uh, tomorrow afternoon and uh, we'll be watching man have fun down there yeah thank you thank you tell maddie b hello and uh i'm still waiting to cash in on this threat to come down here Ooh, yeah. Well, we, maybe we'll both have to make a little road trip on that, that one because Eastlake is uh, looks like a great place to play. But appreciate it, my man. Thanks a lot.